0: You're listening to The Cultured Bumpkin, a literature podcast with Jake Phillips, where we present audiobook-quality readings of the classics for your enjoyment. Thank you for stopping by, and remember, just because you're a bumpkin doesn't mean you can't be cultured. Hello and welcome to The Cultured Bumpkin. It is June the 6th, a great or important date in world history is June the 6th, 1944. That was when Operation Overlord kicked off. A lot of people know it as D-Day. A lot of, it, a lot of movies have been made about it. Uh, Saving Private Ryan is based on the events of D-Day. The miniseries Band of Brothers took place starting at D-Day. Uh, a lot of people have heard about it, and even if you are unaware, I bet you you've met... Some old dude somewhere that was there. Chances are, are very high that you've met an old, an older gentleman that was there at the beach or had parachuted in uh, the night before, or in the early morning hours of June sixth, back in nineteen forty-four. Now, why? You know, why is this important? Well, Hitler was a, a terrible person. He wanted to take over. Uh, the world basically and he had plans drawn up to bomb New York and you know hit us with nukes and all kind of stuff and by gathering in England getting a lot of guys in England and then going across the channel in a surprise attack hit them where they weren't expecting it Uh, we could start to take back Europe and then defeat Hitler and that's exactly what happened now some people say, didn't a lot of guys get killed on the beach? Uh, it seemed like they were prepared. Yes, a lot of guys did get killed on the beaches of uh, Utah Beach, Omaha Beach, Sword Beach. Because it was mostly uh, United States soldiers, British soldiers, uh, British or um, uh, Canadian. And then there were some uh, Australian and New Zealand guys, ANZAC. That was the majority. There was also folks from... Um, Greece, Belgium, the Netherlands, France, there was a lot of other countries uh helping out then. But the United States and Great Britain took the majority of the casualties that day. But like I said, some people say, well, how is it how is it they weren't prepared, a lot of guys got killed. Yes, but that was we actually landed on a relatively lightly defended area of the beach, not so much Omaha but Utah and Sword Beach were less um fortified than some places up the coast, like Calais, which is a not a peninsula i don't think but it it juts out into the channel and it makes uh the the travel distance across the channel not you know it's not as far and for hundreds of years uh people had launched uh invasions from France to England or England to France, from Calais. And when they woke Rommel up that night or that morning saying, you know, they've attacked, the Allies are attacking, in you know, this huge force. Uh, Rommel was the lead general in that area. They said it was at Normandy, and he said, ah, Normandy, I should have known. Like, it surprised him. They were ready. They did have a lot of stuff on the beach, but they weren't. That was not the heavily, the most heavily defended part, believe it or not. So, um, anyway, a lot of good men died that day, but that was the start. Of, that was the beginning of the end for Hitler. That really was. It's was an important date. And so today, I wanted to read a. I mean, this is uh, classic. This is classic literature, as far as I'm concerned. This is a letter from General Dwight D. Eisenhower, who is the commander, the supreme commander of all the Allied forces. And he put out this letter right before the invasion. And it goes like this. Soldiers, sailors, and airmen of the Allied Expeditionary Force, you are about to embark upon the great crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you the hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere march with you. In company with our brave allies and brothers-in-arms on other fronts, you will bring about the destruction of the German war machine, the elimination of Nazi tyranny over the oppressed peoples of Europe, and security for ourselves in a free world. Your task will not be an easy one. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hardened. He will fight savagely. But this is the year 1944. Much has happened since the Nazi triumphs of 1940 and 41. The United Nations have inflicted upon the Germans great defeats in open battle man-to-man. Our air offensive has seriously reduced their strength in the air and their capacity to wage war on the ground. Our home fronts have given us an overwhelming superiority in weapons and munitions of war and placed at our disposal great reserves of trained fighting men. The tide has turned. The free men of the world are marching together to victory. I have full confidence in your courage, devotion to duty, and skill in battle. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Good luck, and let us all beseech the blessing of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. General Dwight D. Eisenhower. So that was put out, it was printed out, uh, handed out to the soldiers. I've talked to several old stooped gentleman that back in 1944 had a mohawk and painted their head and had their uh, shoot on or they had, um, you know, they were ready to board the Higgins boats that said, yeah, I heard that letter. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you I don't. There's not many guys still alive. But if you if you know anybody, please tell them thank you. And if uh, if you don't, just remember them and say a prayer of thanks that such men lived. You've been listening to the Cultured Bumpkin, a literature podcast with Jake Phillips. Thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you enjoyed this, would you mind going and subscribing and leaving a nice review on whatever podcast (laughs) podcast platform you heard this on? I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Terms apply.